You're listening to the Tapis Paranormal Talking Point Podcast, a show that discusses various aspects of the paranormal world, with paranormal news, ghost stories, interviews, and much more. And without further ado, let's get into some talking points. Hi guys, Scott here from Tepper's Paranormal and welcome back to another episode of the Tepper's Paranormal Talking Point Podcast. So today, my guest is Richard Felix. Now Richard is probably most well known for his time on the TV show Most Haunted, where he served as a historian for over 120 episodes. But as we'll go on to find out in this interview, Richard also owns a highly active paranormal location within the UK. We're going to take a bit of time to talk about Richard's beliefs, his time on Most Haunted, the location that he owns, and a number of other things, including working with Derek Ikora, what he thinks of ghost hunting shows, and more. So without further ado, please sit back and enjoy this interview. So thank you for joining me, Richard. My pleasure. Um, Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, giving us a little introduction to you? Well, where do I begin? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I, I suppose, obviously, it's the ghost bit we're interested in. So um, what started this, um, I became chairman of Derby Tourism, and I took over a building that had got a ghost in it. Um, it's an old Tudor grammar school, um, and the little boy, about 12, had been seen upstairs in what used to be the dormitories. Uh, and being chairman of Derby Tourism, I was trying to find a way of bringing visitors to Derby. <laughs> uh, I thought, well, York do ghost walks. Um, and I did the first ghost walk and I hated it. I thought, this is rubbish. Sorry, I, if, I, if I'm going to have to do this, I'm going to have to believe in it. Or should, yeah, or believe what I'm telling people, if you know what I mean. And some of yeah. the stories that I'd, I'd, I'd gleaned from wherever, from books, I don't know, whatever. I thought this is this is silly, this is nonsense. Um, and so I didn't do I didn't do one for about eight months afterwards because I, I I sort of started researching into it and came up with what I believe to be a a, a ghost walk that that is credible, mm-hmm. people could believe, and tied the history in with it because that's where I come in. I I so much believe that ghosts and history go together. Yeah. Um, I can't prove the ghost stories, but we can certainly prove the history behind why the ghost is there, if you know what I mean. And that's how it, that's really, that's really how it, it, it started. Um, and it, it's become huge. You know, I mean, I mean, I've had Derby declared the most haunted city in Great Britain <laughs> with York and Chester joined second, which wasn't, you know, York wasn't very happy about it, as you can probably well imagine. But it's in, and that's all there is to it now. Derby, Derby is the ghost town of England. Um, and it snowballed really from there, big time. Um, all sorts, you know, TV and all sorts of silly stuff and books. And I've done what sixty DVDs, videos. I could call them now, not DVDs, because the DVD game's over, isn't it now? Um, different, you know, thirty-seven counties of Great Britain on on video. You know, ghosts of Lancashire, Leicestershire, Derby, wherever. Um, whether I'll live long enough to finish. The ghost tour of Great Britain is another matter because I've got quite a few counties that I still haven't done. Um, um, then obviously books. Well, oh, yeah, any anything to do with ghosts and history. But my passion actually is history, is military history, swords, uh, uniforms, soldiers, battles, uniform, that sort of stuff. You know. So this is not my ghosts are not my hobby. 
it's my job it's my profession and there's a difference but i luckily i'm very happy to say that i enjoy my job cool um so obviously you said about working on tv during that you were obviously part mm. of most haunted for quite a number of seasons quite a number uh, one two three four five six seven and eight yeah, I believe it was over 120 episodes you were a it part was, of. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, 20 odd lives. Gosh. Obviously, what was that like? What was that? How did that, I mean, how did that start, I guess, to begin? Well, yeah, it started with, because uh, I took over Derby Jail, you see, as, mm -hmm. as well. Um, after I used to take people in on ghost walks there. Um, and I realised the huge potential of the place, because it was a, it was just a seedy nightclub when I took it over and I saw the potential of turning it back to, to try and turn it back to what it was, looked like in 1756. Um, and I got um, um, a call from a, a company called Antics Productions um, asking if they could come and do one of their programmes on Series 1 um, at Darwin Jail. And I said, yeah, by all means, of course you can, 750 quid. Uh, location fee and <clears throat> away we go um, and obviously I was there during the night obviously as, as the my, my building yeah. and um, after the event about two two months later I would think something like that I got a phone call from Yvette uh, asking if it would be possible for Carl to come down to see me because they had a, a proposition for me so I said by all means yeah yeah so anyway um, Carl said to me, well, as the owner of the building and also as a witness, because I'd seen a ghost in, in the jail at quarter past three on a Friday afternoon, um, we should have we should have given you a two minute slot on, on the show. But he said, to be honest with you, Richard, after half an hour, we just did not know where to edit it. Would you like a job? And that's and the rest. The rest is most sort of history. <laughs> So that's how it started. Cool. Um, uh, great. So obviously, most of it went on for quite a while. They're still doing it now, obviously, cool. in uh, on YouTube, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I um, believe so. Yeah, back on again. Yeah. So how how did you find the entire process of, you know, working on most of it, working with Yvette, Carl, um, working, obviously, with Derek? Yeah. Well, an, a ball, absolute ball. I mean, I, I had a, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was, it was great. I mean, one of the most fabulous things about it was getting into being in places that you wouldn't normally get into, and and, and not only that, but getting in, even places that you can get into, getting into the places in those places that no one gets into, um, was was especially for me, history-wise as well, um, was just beyond anything it was fabulous and and we had a ball honestly i mean it, it was um um i mean you know hence the name antics as well. <laughs> they got up to it was fantastic um absolutely fantastic but my 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 problem was that that um how can i put this um they obviously expected a ghost every five minutes and, and quite rightly, they, they understood that Joe Public out there probably wanted a ghost every five minutes and loads and loads of scare factor because all ghosts apparently are supposed to be scary, which they're not. Um, 
the profession of a ghost, if it had one, which they haven't, but if it had, it wouldn't be to scare you. They're not there to get us. They were you and me once. Um, and so, but, but you know, I understand that because every, every ghost program I've ever seen now is full of scares, full of, you know, people running away all the time, which I find really strange because you've got all these, sorry, big, big butch blokes with dressed in black, right, running around, you know, looking for ghosts. And the moment something happens, they all scream and run off. Well, surely you should rejoice. You're a ghost hunter. You've come to look for ghosts and you found something that you believe to be. Don't run away. Just don't do it. You know, and, and to me, that, that's anyway. So it, it, every, in other words, every time a door slammed or anything else, it was always a scary ghost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and all I wanted to do was to be able to go away and see if someone's left a window open because actually it's a windy night. Yeah. And that's actually the reason that the door slammed shut. Or not, but but no 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 it's a scary ghost, mm -hmm. and so I and so I I decided that that to be quite honest with you, um, so well, I'm 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 different to most ghost hunters as such because well I don't know whether I am a ghost hunter actually probably not I'm just trying to prove what they are. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily looking for them. I'm because I'm frightened of them anyway. <laughs> uh, would you really? But but I, I'm actually trying to prove what they are, mm -hmm. um, which is diff which is different because I I believe that I am I am the voice of reality as regards ghosts and what they are. Uh, whereas, <laughs> be careful what you say, Richard. But mo mo most most of them, the TV presenters. Yeah. Yeah, or riggers, or or camera crew, yeah, or or, or or makeup people, or uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and they, they have to, they don't really know what ghosts are all about. Ghosts are all about scary, no, they're not. And so I decided it was time for me to go. That's fair. Uh, and 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 that was it, really. Um, but I thank them. For what they've done for me for my profile we know we wouldn't be talking tonight yeah i don't think no if it hadn't been for no haunted and so many people out there going ghost hunting and team because all the tv programs that are on they're all they all sort of mimic most haunted. we started it yeah because be before we were there all there was 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 um strange but true with mm -hmm. michael aspel i don't know whether you won't remember that but no. that was tremendous Documentary style, if you know what I mean, but very good program. I suppose. Um, but other than that, mm, no, not yeah. really. I guess you were the so first. We you were the first we were reality the... sort of. Yes, ghost yeah, we were show. reality ghost mm -hmm. program, which set the scene for everything that's happening now, and has created the most incredible debate, argument, discussion, interest. And research, you know, because there's so many, so many ghost hunters out there now, and and let's be honest, most most of the big discoveries on the planet have been made by amateurs. Mm -hmm. So who knows? One day, someone may just someone may just capture a ghost in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose it is sort of that. A lot of people that are ghost hunting now obviously would have grown up 
I guess, you know, the modern generation of Ghost Hunter would have grown up watching ghost hunting shows, probably would have been watching yeah. uh, Most Haunted. And it's yeah, sort of yeah. that the impact it has on, you know, the field now. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And of course, it's still on. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, you know, repeat, 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 repeat. It's something I, I find strange that they've never repeated any of the lives. No. I know that, you know, I mean, someone was seven days long. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, but, but I'm surprised that they've not created them in like series form or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, no, nothing. I've watched a few of the lives, and like you say, it's weird that. I've watched them back now as things people've recorded straight off the TV. Yeah. Uh, like that. But it's obviously when you're watching it now, not live, but it's presented, yeah. obviously it's being presented as if, as if it's live because it was live at the time. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of weird. Whereas, like you say, if it were edited more like an episode as opposed to a live mm. uh, broadcast. Mm, I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that that's not been done. It, 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 certainly with the popularity. Of the the whole damn program, mm-hmm. you know, I I am surprised that nobody's picked that up and thought, you know, we we we'll do this series wise, and as you quite right say, edited, of course, yeah, which it, which could be done easily, I presume. Yeah, I, I think but, it would. Just, yeah. Um. So obviously, in terms of your paranormal beliefs, we'll get on to what you believe, what you've experienced in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to sort of start by asking what your thoughts are on psychics and mediums. Mm-hmm. Well, first, I obviously mentioned haunted and working with, uh, and again working working with Derek. God mm-hmm. bless him. You know, um, um, you see, I worked with Derek after Most Haunted. Uh, we did live stage shows. Um, God knows how many twenty twenty odd twenty something called Psychic and Science. It was a three hour stage show, and, and I saw a very different Derek. On on the live shows that we did with Joe Public, you know, obviously an audience, to what I saw on on Most Haunted, mm-hmm. because it was, you know, well, obviously, you know, most of it, loads of it, was staged. It had to be on on on, on TV, staged and edited. You know, whereas obviously live stage shows is different, and. Um, Although you know, on, on the show, Derek was very much a showman, um, which he was anyway, uh, and that was part of it. He came up with some stuff that I was gobsmacked with because people say to me, "Do you believe in mediums?" And I say, "Well, I believe in ghosts, so surely I I have to believe in mediums." Um, but I know only too well, like most professions and mostly there's a hell of a lot of charlatans out there that are playing at it and pretending and playing at most haunted types you know but um yeah i i believe it to be a gift i believe it to be a gift that we've all got but most of us will never will never realize it um in the same way as i say so often you know we all have we all have a gift to be able to play the piano without reading music because there are lots of people out there, lots of human beings that can play. Never, never, never read a, a piece of music in their life, can't read it, but you can just sit down and play tunes. Mm-hmm. Now, I find that, because I can't do it, <laughs> uh, but it, 
wow. But the only difference between that and a medium is that the pianist can prove it. Yeah. Because they just sit down and play the piano. Yeah. The medium can't prove that they're talking to your dead grandma. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, because why can't they? Um, I mean, there are lots of people I speak to, lots of people out there that say, oh, you know, I went to see this medium. They were incredible. They gave me so much information. Um but I, you know, you see, it's the it's the only profession <clears throat> that I know of. <laughs> you can get twenty seven things wrong, and one right, and you're really marvellous. <laughs> because we want to believe it. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's we, a we very want fair to point. That they're talking to dad, mum, mm-hmm. granddad, uh, brother, um, and we do tend to alter the goalposts for the medium. Yeah, it is that you say that. That what we're expecting from them, um, and what is like you said, what's considered to be a really successful reading or a really successful prediction, uh, or you know, a really successful call. It doesn't matter that the last fifteen things have been very generic yeah. and very, you know, I'm sent. Yeah. You know, it, it's you see a lot of with mediums. You see a lot of I'm sensing there was a woman. I'm sensing that she was motherly. And it's like these are all really generic <laughs> things. Sister, auntie, yeah, mother, stepmother. <laughs> yeah, that that broad yeah, spectrum yeah, yeah. covers about yeah. fifteen members of your family. Oh, geez. So you, you pick one, and you do pick one. Mm-hmm. And the scar on the knee, of course. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. scar on the knee. I think <laughs> probably probably the most common sort of scarring. I think we've all got one somewhere yeah. on our knee, on one of our knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, it, but then again. I don't think they're doing any harm. No, they should change the name to 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 um, death counselor or something. <laughs> because I think if you know if the old lady, the her old man's died. She's eighty five and he died, you know, three months ago. And 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 she's told that he's he's stood stood by the bed every night, and he's waiting for her to come. And and he is there, and, mm-hmm. and he still loves her. You know, <laughs> it's all it's all these really positive things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I think from that point of view, I, I don't think it does any harm. But I want to know, are they talking to your dead grandma up there or hovering above or wherever? Or do they have the same ability that the police have when they've confiscated your laptop? You've removed all those images from the laptop, but they're actually still there somewhere stored on that hard drive mm-hmm. and the police have a way of getting them back <laughs> yeah so is the same thing up here in your hard drive memories from past relatives that are because you know oh he's, he's a little he's so good at playing the violin you know oh you or do you know his great granddad was a, a concert violinist and yeah he's do you understand yeah. Where I'm coming from. So, in other words, are they mind readers? That's paranormal, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, mm, I don't know. Yeah, are they? I wish I did know, but I don't. Yeah, it's one of those things. Obviously, without being able to do it yourself, you're always going off of someone else's what someone else tells you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I believe there's a gift. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. What sort of gift it is, I'm not sure. Cool. Um, so, obviously. You're a big fan of the paranormal. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you say is, I guess, your best experience of the paranormal? There's not that many. 
surprisingly enough. I mean, obviously, I've seen a ghost, I've heard a ghost, and I've travelled with a ghost. I've been in lots of situations where things have happened that I genuinely can't explain. Because I've done, I mean, well, 100 and now, you know, 20 odd most haunted, so many lives, um, 60 odd videos where I've done 8, 10, 12 different haunted locations. I've been in a lot of haunted locations. And I always say, if you dance on the M6 long enough, a car will hit you in the end. And it's a bit similar. You know, you've been in haunted locations, so things are, things are going to happen. But not a lot, as I say, seen, heard traveled and I, I well obviously seeing a ghost is that that's what you know, that's what everybody wants yeah everybody we all want to see a ghost full on yeah full on um for 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 more than more than a blink of an eye not a corner of the eye not not for one second mm -hmm. of, but you know for seconds uh, that's got to be the ultimate for anybody and that's happened to me as i say in derby jail um broad daylight you know, so past three on a Friday afternoon. if we i guess if we can jump in there mm. tell us a little bit about that you know what you experienced oh yeah i mean the, surely just the world probably knows <laughs> but yeah i mean there was me all alone in derby jail um on the phone to a guy from derby city council um standing in what was a set a prison cell but it's because it's the kitchen of the jail and it has a but as a as a CD nightclub. I'm afraid it was knocked to pieces, and apertures and holes were windows and door were all cut cut in. And there was, there was a, an aperture leading into a, into a corridor. The corridor that they went up to behind. And, and I'm stood there talking to a guy from Derby City Council when this grey hazy person, ghost, glided past me. Um, it wasn't male, it wasn't female, it wasn't clothed. It was a grey, hazy shape of a person. But it was as thick, it was as grey as grey. It was a grey, that's the thing I say, it was so grey. And it was like, it was a, what's the word? A haze, a mist. Mm -hmm. of, but I couldn't see through it. Okay. And I could, and I, so two seconds, I saw it and I sensed it. And I'm not talking to the corner of the eye. I'm stood full on facing, looking at it as, as it glides past. And for at least four seconds and, until it glided away from that cut-out window, open window. Well, it's not a window. It's a cut-out yeah. um, aperture. And then there's a beat. There's a, obviously a, um, a wall, a, a corner in the way. And I lost it. But I, th I then did what everybody does and converted it to reality. You know, a rather strange-looking person. But we're not open. But someone's come in. So I put the phone down and stuck my head around the, the counter and shouted, excuse me, expecting there's some, someone to be there. Yeah. And of course, there was nobody there. It's that. At all. I think it's like you say, the, the brain sort of immediately tries to rationalise it. Got to. Got to. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah. Um, and no, that was, you know, and I went back on the phone telling this guy had seen a ghost and stayed on a little longer than we'd anticipated because remember, I'm frightened to go. Because, by the way, it didn't get me. Because they don't. Mm -hmm. it, it just—I don't think it knew I was there. I don't know. It, it just—I I sensed it though, as well as seeing it. Um, and that was it. That was fifteen years ago, eighteen years ago, probably now. Never seen it again. Um, and I've been there 
in the same position. But you see, I think it may have been something to do with the phone mm-hmm. that for some reason changed my frequencies yeah. into receiver and caused me to see something that actually is there all the time or doing that all the time. I don't know. You know, it's a possibility. Um, because one thing I've not done, and I, I should have done it a long time ago, was when I interview people to had a paranormal experience, ask them what sort of frame of mind they were in when they saw it, heard it, sensed it, or felt it, or felt it. In other words, had they had an argument? Were they very depressed? Were they very excited? Had their football team beat another football team? Did you hear on coming from? Yeah. Where in fact the frequencies possibly changed in your in your receiver up here, which caused you to get a glimpse into another channel yeah into another sort of wavelength almost yes mm-hmm. yes it's a possibility yeah, yeah i've never done it i should have done a long time ago yeah uh, no, that's, a, that's a very valid i think it's a very valid theory i i think so something makes you in other words that's why one person sees it and three others don't yeah because they're not all on the same they're not on the same frequency mm-hmm. not on the same radio uh channel yeah as somebody else because yep. their frequencies have changed or something it, 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 it's it's a good one how do you recreate that Mm-hmm. I suppose, yeah, it, it entirely alpha, depends. Alpha, I don't know. You know, I, I've been working on it for a long time and thinking, how could you sit someone in a room, in a haunted room, where things have happened in a specific place, and create the same radio waves or whatever that changes the frequency? But what frequency did you change it to? <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's a very yeah. almost unmeasurable Yeah. Uh, so obviously you don't know what it was at the time to replicate no, it. No, exactly. So you know, I don't know. Cool. But so yeah, seeing a ghost. But the other fascinating one for me, um, which I believe now to be as monumental as as seeing a ghost, was a, a year last Halloween. Um, done i don't know how many ghost events probably three four events that day um and i'd invited people to come back to the jail and i said i'll I'll, I'll open the bar at 11 o'clock and um i'm going to do ghost stories for halloween around the fire in Mm -hmm. in in the big day room of derby jail loads of people turned up came out everybody having a drink and i'm doing ghost stories where and i've sat with a, a glass of whiskey and on camera, on two cameras, on, on a, a young lady's camera and, and our CCTV, the, the glass starts sliding a, a, along the table towards me without me noticing, by the way. I mean, I, I picked it up twice, had a drink, put it back down, and you see it start edging towards the end of the table and throws itself off. And then, so me, you know, Mr. Reality, first I, I leap up, everybody's going, oh, the same old stuff. Uh, and the first thing I do is put my hand on the table, you know, is it wet? Because, you know, pint pots can can slide along a bar if, mm-hmm. it's, if the bar's saturated with beer or something like that. And the table is as dry as a bone. And another lady gets up and puts her hand up just to put, yep, yep, it's dry as a bone. And then, uh, okay, so obviously by then we get another glass and put it on the table in the same place. And the next thing I do is I start banging the table. Yeah. And it doesn't move at all. And so then I actually get up and I shake the table. 
well, not 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 dramatically, but shake it, you know, don't move. Um, and the other fascinating bit about about the whole thing is that when you actually look at the footage, which is on YouTube, guys, mm -hmm. um, the whiskey doesn't move in the glass as the glass is moving across the table. God. It doesn't shake. It doesn't vibrate. It is really. I have no explanation. Oh yeah, hang on. A lorry was going by down the road. Yeah, and it caused a vibration. No, 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 no. Again, you try to debunk so, that. Which... I, you've got to tick the normal boxes. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I wanted to do. I'm most haunted. Mm -hmm. Start ticking normal boxes first. Then, then, really investigate. Yeah. If you can't, if you've got a box without a tick. It is the classic. Once you eliminate all of the um, possibilities, whatever remains. Yeah, has that's to be when true. You start it's, yeah, once you've eliminated vibrations or an uneven surface and stuff like that, or yeah, breeze, or the wind, yeah, or wind Sud suddenly or then the door, or yeah. <laughs> suddenly <laughs> or then whatever. it's like, hang on a minute, this could be mm -hmm. something that needs investigating, and never mind the script, yeah, yeah, get that, and that's something, of course, that Joe Public would have appreciated so much. Um, if only when something happened that actually you you scrapped what whatever was in the script mm -hmm. and 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 threw caution to the wind and started to investigate that little incident that's what people want, wanted to see yeah but they never got it <laughs> yeah um so obviously you have said um a couple of times that you own Derby Jail. Well, I or you, I yeah. I've got a very lease on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's you are you are in control of it. It's a basement, so it's a cellar. Mm -hmm. It isn't a cellar, but it, it was it was used as cellars. So you know the problem you've got is nobody's ever going to sell you their cellar. You see from there from the building above, mm -hmm. which is a shame actually. So, what? I, I guess you know what led to you getting control of it, or you know. Led to you taking yeah. control of that. Yeah. Well, when it was a seedy nightclub, very seedy nightclub, still open at half past five in the mornings, you know, it was quite uh, raided by the police all the time. Oh, dear. But I used to take people in when I was doing a ghost walk because I mean, it was haunted. <laughs> Obviously, you know, I mean, the, the, the ghost stories abound, always have, right back to, you know, when, when it, it's been three different nightclubs over its over its history as well as everything all sorts of other things and cellars for the houses that were converted from the jail above um and so i went in there and basically <clears throat> i remember i got a phone call from the lady that was running it who was going bankrupt and she offered to sell me all the doors because the doors of the jail absolutely all original see here's something quite interesting it's one of very few georgian jails around because you see most most jails have been converted over the years and modernized to you know to a, in victorian times so you know what i mean so although there was a, a county jail there from 1700 on offer most of them now are victorian and so they've all got modern doors well not modern doors but yeah yeah victorian doors yeah. Sort of. mine's got its original georgian doors full of graffiti from the prisoners Ooh. on the fronts on okay. the back yeah 
and not only those, but, but witch marks all over the doors. Um, keep out. Evil mm -hmm. spirits keep out. You know, they were frightened of ghosts then, which is really quite something. Um, so she wanted to sell them to me for £100 each. And we've got nine of them. And um, I said, well, you can't sell them. It's a grade two listed building. Oh, well, she said, I've got a Birmingham dealer that will give me £100 each if you don't have them. So I rang up the authorities and had the building locked up, sealed. They, they sealed the building up. Then I found out that the bouncers who used to frequent it after five o'clock, you know, when, when they'd finished bouncing, for want of a better word, um, were going to take it over and turn it into a strip club. And I thought, this is, no, this, this, is, this building, with its history and its pedigree is too good not to be and remember i was chairman of derby tourism not to be a history so, a historical be, attraction yeah, to, yeah. To, yeah and so i took it over and then spent 18 months renovating turning it back to look as much as it could like it would have done in 1756 <laughs> when it when it opened um and that's that's really what how how it happened um and obviously, as soon as I got it and started doing it, I, you know, I started doing another a separate ghost walk, the Derby Jail ghost walk yep. from, from the building. Um, I then, because then after mine had closed down, they built a new one, eight in eight minutes walk away mm -hmm. um, in 1828. And I've since got the one of the two towers, one of the Martello towers, from the on the building and also the drop room the execution room where they hang them cool. um which is again so that's all part of the you know the events and things so what yeah people now get into can, can we hire derby jail say so, yeah you get two for the price of one yeah i must admit that's one of the places obviously i think the original email i sent you that led to this was inquiring yeah. about um renting the jails overnight which is yeah, something that yeah. i will be reigniting <laughs> soon one thing one thing i must say and i don't know why i've never used it as my uh, advertiser well, i don't need to but as i say i always say nobody leaves derby jail disappointed mm -hmm. and that is absolutely true can't get of course we can't guarantee yeah no anything and we certainly don't get full-blown apparitions and, and and glasses moving across the table and throwing them all the time but we but, but people just things happen mm -hmm. things happen um when you think of the pedigree of, of the building and the the um, you know i mean the last beheading with an axe in great britain took place in front of the building in 1817 you know it, uh, the last sentence of hanging drawing and quartering in provincial england and well you know it's, it's yeah it's got some good stuff it really has cool. um so obviously you have been to a lot of locations around the country um, from yep. a, from both historical perspectives and a paranormal perspective. Mm, mm. Um, one that I want to talk about a little bit and get your thoughts on is the ancient Ram Inn. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, well, I have, have to say the scariest thing about the Ram Inn was John. <laughs> I'm afraid. God bless him. Um character to say the least mm -hmm. but oh uh, um, i mean it, it is a fantastic looking or was i i haven't been since since john uh passed um so i don't know but 
and it had got all the ingredients of of a of a haunted house, hadn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, it, it was the absolute epitome of a haunted house, of a, of, a, of, an, of an ancient haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, that's all I've got to say because I, I'm not. <clears throat> nothing happened to me in it, and and after Stuart had his little episode there, I went in the room probably twenty minutes afterwards. But you know, just because it didn't happen to me doesn't say it didn't happen. To yeah, me. no, of course that's one of the key things I guess with the paranormal. Yeah. Is yeah. It's all, a lot of it's all very experience based. Um, yes, things happening to things happening to other people doesn't have the same impact as when it happens to you. Oh, even when it's so right. even when it's people you trust and believe, and you can see that something happened to them, but because you didn't experience it yourself, it's sort of like doesn't mean it doesn't, it doesn't have the happen. same effect. No. So no. in fact, that happens a lot with mm-hmm. build. I mean, you know, you, you've got a prime example of a, of, a, of a pub or something like that. That you know. <laughs> very very haunted pub uh the landlord had all manner of experiences his wife you know this happened she saw this figure in the bedroom and then the, the, they move out and another couple come in and you say what about the ah, it's a load of rubbish Nah, nothing here at all nothing's ever happened to us mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean to say that it didn't happen to the landlord and his wife beforehand they may be more sensitive than yeah. the new, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We're individuals, and we're, we're we're you know we're all different. Um, but that's the big one. It's, it annoys me very much. So really, when people sort of say, you know, yeah, never, no, I never saw anything. So why? So it's not haunted. Yeah. Um, but so I don't. I mean, I did that in a way. Just you know, I, nothing happened to me in the ramen, and I've been more than once. Um, but it is a fabulous. Yeah. Looking <laughs> so I went last year. Um, yeah. Me and a couple of people in my group conducted uh, obviously overnight investigation there. Yeah. Uh, and we had something that I considered to be very heavily paranormal happen. Great. Yeah. Um, we had, so we went in downstairs towards the end of the night and there was a word sort of written on the mirror, like smudged into the mirror. Um, which we hadn't noticed, may have been there throughout the night, we weren't really sure. Um, but then we went upstairs, we were all together, we came back downstairs, and the word had been wiped out. Wow. And it's sort oh. of a, like, nobody could have got to the mirror to wipe it out without like hurdling over a bench and climbing over a couple of barrels, because, you know, the ramen's full yeah. of just yeah. full of yeah. just clutter, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's sort of a, nobody could have got there without us knowing there was obviously nobody else in the building, so there's no physical way really for it to have been wiped off. Oh, what was the word? Uh, demon. Which oh. is fun. Um, yes. And then, so obviously, we were recording it for a YouTube video as well. So we've got the yes. full, full. We've got somewhere the full unedited recording of us going into the room, going upstairs, coming back down, all in one take where you can sort of see everybody there. Uh, you know, nobody's run off to go wipe the mirrors, uh, but all uh. in the frame. And it's it's definitely still, to me, the weirdest paranormal experience I've had. The most unexplainable. Mm, that's fantastic, yeah. But, yeah. And what, just my friends, what was it smeared with? What, what do you reckon? I, don't, I think it was just was... sort of, you know, a, 
wiped onto a dusty mirror almost. Oh, yeah, like with a finger? or Yeah, yeah, I'd say like a finger. Uh, but it was the word demon, and we sort of went in like, we hadn't noticed that before. That's a bit creepy. But, it, you know, thought nothing of it, thought that we just missed it. It was just, you know, the way the light was hitting the mirror this time of night, yeah. we hadn't seen it. But then to come back downstairs, what, five minutes later, <laughs> and it be like visible finger marks through the middle of it, so not wow. not not just it wasn't there anymore. You could see where the some of the word was still there, yes. yeah. But it was like wiped through, as if someone had swiped at it. That was wow. I must I must admit that sort of startled me, and I think startled yeah. all of us yeah. at that point. That was that was the last thing we did. That was our very last walk around of the night. Um. Anyway, we were already getting rid of the and, leave. And there was no one else in the building. There was no one else in the building. No one, no one alive. Yeah, the there was nobody. So there were four of us. Um, right. Obviously, we, all we were all together the entire time, oh. and yeah, there's no way anyone could have got over to that, wiped off, and got back to us in no, the time no, no, frame no, no, without. And why? 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 Why would anybody yeah. in your group? You know, That's I mean, don't get me wrong. I have to say that the uh, the the word that I know for a fact that on uh, you know, sometimes um, if you've got a group of of Joe public um, uh, doing you know doing an event, I, I am sure. That some somebody, uh, part of the crew, because nothing's happened or something like that, may. I'm not saying any paranormal group ever has, but I'm sure that it probably has happened mm -hmm. to give them a little bit of sense of something because nothing's happened. But for 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 investigators, yeah, uh, for no reason, for no for no monetary gain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you, you just wouldn't. Yeah, no, it's... You just wouldn't do it. Of course you wouldn't do it. I mean, like I said, they're all people that I trust. Even if you could. Yeah. 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 But the, again, and obviously, you know the RAM. It's an old building. You can't move in there without the floorboards. No, 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 without everything no. in the building creaking. Um, yeah, absolutely. The benefit of it being a thousand-year-old building or however old it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, again, that's still, that's the weirdest experience I've had. That's so pretty impressive. And yeah, it's pretty good. And the fact we have it on video as well, obviously, yeah, yeah. makes it better because there is that video evidence of oh, it. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Um. So, last, moving on to the last couple of questions I've got, really. Um. Yeah. Obviously, you have previously been to, and I always get this wrong, the Haunted Antique Paranormal Research Centre's Power Meet. Oh yes. Um. Yeah. Obviously, hosted by Neil. Yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on paranormal conventions as a whole, just in general? That's a good question. It's a very interesting question. I mean, obviously, I enjoy them because I go along and, and do me, me talks. Me, mm -hmm. you know, I, I try, the more people I can get to, to you know, tell, giving them my talk of what is a ghost, which is explaining what, what I believe a ghost is. Because it isn't, it's an energy source, you know, it's energy, that's all it is. The word ghost just means to be frightened of, mm -hmm. um, that's all. So, you know, the, the word ghost, a ghost, it's not even a noun, it's a verb, <laughs> a describing word. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, go, anything that we don't understand that flies through the air, moves, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, 100 years ago, my, my, my electric gates here, you know, it would have been a ghost that opened them. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's all. Yeah. A, that's all a ghost is. 
but you know, but it's an energy source, you know. Um, and the more people I can get that over to, the, the better. So you know, doing my talk, which I love doing, or talks on ghosts, and I love it. It means I sell loads of books afterwards <laughs> as well. Which is so, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes I get paid to go. Um, so I love it from that point of view. Um, what else can I say about a, a, a parameter? It, it's a way of people getting together. Um, com it's commercial, obviously, because there are stalls mm -hmm. selling stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that either. No. Um, and it's a way of people communicating with each other, isn't it? Yeah. More. Yeah. Um, so from that point of view, I think it's it, it's it's quite good. I, I often never done it, but I've often thought of of getting together who I believe could be the real voices of reality mm -hmm. in the and I'll still I'll call it ghost in the ghost business or the paranormal no the ghost bit the ghost business that's what I'm interested in really mm -hmm. uh, the ghost business um because I mean you know there are other sides to the paranormal like spontaneous human combustion and all sorts of other yeah. things that you know but the, the actual the ghost business and and do a a, a really professional um debate with an audience but live yeah on whatever channel youtube or i don't know whatever um but to have what i believe what, well, I, I consider myself a well the voice of reality I, I'm, not, I'm not i wouldn't say i'm an expert very much a rational uh, rational thinkers and I, I, yeah that's the word yeah a group of rational thinkers that aren't going to be full of the same old. Sorry, be careful, Richard. Be the, the, the same, the same shit that everybody else yeah. comes up with. So, you know what I mean? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, about you know the scratches and the being dragged out of bed at two in the morning and the yeah yeah, yeah the reality, the reality, and and I think that could be something that I don't think's ever happened. I'm working on it. I keep talking to Steve Parsons about it and one or two others. Um, and it could be. I don't think it's been done. Perhaps it has. Perhaps I mean, it, it doesn't I, really I, bow to me. Yeah. I've not heard of anything like that. And you know, no. I've looked into a lot of sort of conventions and that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. that approach to it is very unique, I would say. Yeah, I, I think it's overdue. So I need I need to work on it now before someone else jumps in on the idea and doesn't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> But if you ever get that, you know, together, I'd love to uh, attend, obviously, and be in the crowd yeah, for that. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be. Um, I think we have to hire the Albert Hall. <laughs> yeah, I think you would get a good turnout for that sort of thing. I, I think. I think so. I, I think we would actually. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it, it's um, it's worth seriously thinking about. Um, and I've said I've talked about it before. But it's you know getting around to it. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 the plan. That's the plan. That I'll do it now. We've talked about it live, so uh, cool. uh, we'll we'll do it. Perfect. Um, so I think that brings us to the end of all the questions I had there. And if there's anything you want to add, anything I want to add? Um, oh, only the fact that they're going to plug it. I've just right. So I've I've just created my own YouTube channel because mm -hmm. I've never done it for for all these years of doing what I've done. Um, waiting, waiting actually 
for a TV company to come along and say to me, yeah, yeah, so you're the voice of reality. You're, you're the credible the credible guy in the ghost business, right? That resigned from most offices. Right, okay. You know, um, and and of course they won't come to me because what I'm what I'm preaching, for want of a better word, or doing might not be scary. Yeah, I guess what the, you're, I guess what you're sort of saying is almost the opposite of what they want from a ghost show. You're the yeah, anti. You're the anti ghost hunter. Yes. You know, it was your grandma, it's your dad, it's it's whatever. Um, and and as I've said so often, mo- you know, ghosts were you and me once, and most people are very nice, really. <laughs> most people are very nice. There is evil, you know that. We all know there's evil, mm-hmm. but but most people are nice. So surely that means most ghosts are very nice. Yeah, and they're not there to get you, but we're frightened of them because we don't understand it. Uh, and, and that's it. So I've set I've just set up my own YouTube channel. Well, see, I've got sixty videos to put on. Because the, the DVD game's over, people are yeah. not buying DVDs. So I thought, right, it's about time I let people see them for nothing. So I'm just creating. I've just done it. I've just put two DVDs, two videos on Ghosts of Leicestershire, and I can't remember the other one. <laughs> I've just done it. I can't remember, but whatever. Oh no, I can't remember what I've done. And they've just gone on. Oh, Ghosts of Nottinghamshire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to start putting them all on, and I'm going to start doing shorts, and I'm going to do stuff, and I'm I'm going to create a thing called the Felix Files, which is going to tell, it's going to be a show that that deals with all the different aspects of the paranormal, from the stone tape theory, yep. ghosts in the church, mm-hmm. spontaneous human combustion, poltergeist, you know, the stuff that screaming skulls, yeah, all sorts of stuff, you know, and and putting it out there. Um, and I'm hoping that people will will enjoy it because it's something that's not been done. Yeah, no. nobody's done. It will be documentary style, but it will also be. I will still be doing stuff like everybody else does, going into haunted locations. And the difference, of course, is that I, that I am genuinely frightened. Yeah, of ghosts. Not not. You know, not like some. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I am really frightened. So it will be difficult for me to do it. Mm-hmm. Be different. So, and I put the advert in it. It's it's I think I didn't think it. It's uh, uh, YouTube dot com, and it's at Richard Felix channel. Okay. I'll um, subscribe. I will put links to all that in the description. Yeah. I'll make sure it's you know advertised yeah. in yeah uh, the Great. various promotions when I put this out. Um, awesome. And yes, so I think that brings us to the end of this. Incredible. So thank you so much for joining me, Richard. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thanks for asking me. No worries. And once again, I'd like to give a big thank you to Richard for taking the time to be a part of this interview. I'll put all the relevant links to Richard's socials and his YouTube channel in the description down below on the YouTube version of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the interview. It was a pleasure talking to Richard. Let me know your favourite bit in the comments down below. And I've been Scott from Tapper's Paranormal, and I'll see you in the next episode.